Welcome to the Wizard King Podcast. It's your boy Zico. I'm back here. Uh, we're going to be reacting to Adam Curry on the Joe Rogan Podcast. I believe it's episode 1930. And uh, Adam Curry has been reading about Jesus. Let's check it out. This is exactly what happened with COVID. And, it, and the people became the Nazis, just like the Germans became the Nazis. And this is, so we said never again, but we did it again. And we didn't realize that we were doing it again. We were othering people. Othering, yes. Yeah. And, and it's still going on today. And this is yeah. a travesty. And this othering, if we don't, I mean, I don't know if we can even stop it. Right now, Adam Curry just explained to you guys what's happening. He is building his case for why he actually started seeking out Jesus? Um, I believe there's evil in the world. I and, think there's evil in the world as well. And if I believe there's evil in the world, then there's got to be good in the world. And uh, the beginning of last year, it was actually Naomi Klein uh, wrote a, a couple of sub stacks. And she was, you know, and she saw people who she knew were not evil saying and doing evil things in hedge fund and money and stuff like that. And she said, oh, you know, there has to be good. And she went on kind of a spiritual journey. And I was very interested by this because I've looked at every conspiracy theory, you know, moon landing, 9-11, JFK, Mm. I mean, all kinds of conspiracies. But the one I had never looked at, and now, you know, I'm 58, so I'm like, okay, let me look at this one, is um, God. And there's a lot of stuff written about Jesus. (laughs) There's a lot written, you know, thousands of years of books. and, Mm. And there's some contemporary stuff such as... Uh, evidence demands a verdict. And, you know, this just is so much. And I got to tell you, Joe, as sure as I know that Building 7 didn't fall down out of uh, sympathy for Building 1 and 2, God is real. Jesus existed. He was a bad outlaw and it has changed my outlook on life. It has really changed the way I look at things. So it's very interesting here because it reminds me of uh, myself about a decade ago and this is before I was a Christian or anything, and I used to, um, I was looking at different conspiracies and, you know, some fake, some who knows if it may be real. I, I didn't, I, I stopped looking after a while. But what it all led me to was that there's evil out there. And literally the same way of thinking as Adam was if there's evil, there has to be good. So where is the good? I had grew up with certain different denominations of, uh, you know, Catholicism into, um, and then when we moved uh, to, from uh, New York to Florida, then we didn't go for a while, then went to Baptist, Methodist, Nazarene, then at this time in my life, I, I tried uh, Jehovah with, I went to the Kingdom Hall once, like, you know, the Mormons came to my house one time, I was asking them questions, you know, like, I'm just, you know, looking looking seeking searching and um and ultimately uh it led me to um into the bible and um but yeah it it, that's one thing that we all got to think about and if you never thought about it this is a time to think about it if you see all this evil in the world do you believe that there's only evil or do you as as Adam has come to the conclusion, and, and I did a, a decade ago, do you also believe that there has to be an equal and opposite force? You know, it's going back to science, right? Do you believe that there's good also? Let's continue the video. I don't think there's anything weird about it at all. 
I mean, I think it's there's a reason why it exists, why it's so prevalent in so many cultures. It it helps people. It's about love. Yeah, it's and all about love. Yeah, whether or not uh, the idea, the problem is the word. That word has God? been co-opted. Yeah, the the word has been co-opted in a lot of people's minds. There's not a real problem with the word. The, the I should rephrase that. There's a problem with the perception of the word. Sure. The perception of the word is that you believe in fairy tales, and you believe stories. in old mythical yeah. stories <laughs> yeah, sure. by the book, and, and you believe that gay people shouldn't be allowed to get married, and you believe, you know, there's like all sorts that's of stuff not, that comes yeah. with that, right? But you know, it's interesting, I like how Joe corrected himself here, because I agree with him in the correction, but I don't know, I don't agree that it's a problem. I think... This just shows the human condition. Each person has their own way, their own beliefs that they come to something with, right? And one thing with God and his intention with the Bible, if you look at Second uh, Peter chapter 1, verse 20, 21, this was his intention. His intention was to give one direction, one interpretation of the word, one intent for each scripture. Now, as humans, as we do, because of different because of different situations, and this started with the first church, if you look in Corinthians chapter one, Paul was like, guys, like, what are you guys doing? They were dividing themselves and one was like, oh, I follow Paul. Oh, I follow Peter. Oh, I follow Jesus. And it wasn't in a, uh, a, a humble, oh, I follow Jesus. It was like, well, I, I'm, I'm better than both of you. It was also in an arrogant and pride, arrogance and pride. And this is what happens to us. You know, we look at what um, uh, uh, Charles, King Charles, I believe. Oh, I can't remember his name right now, but he separated he started a whole, the King James Version and all these things came out of the attempt because he wanted to divorce his wife, right? And so there's always these things that happen over history, but God had a specific intent for each scripture that he inspired through the prophets and the apostles that he used to write the scriptures down, right? He had a specific intent. Now, going back to what Joe was saying, I think in Matthew 7, 7, it says, Seeking you will find, knocking the door will be open, asking you shall receive. For those who seek, well, for those who seek, I, I'm, I'm misquoting it a little bit, but it's like, for those who seek will find, for those who knock, the door will be open. So seek after God. If you're really seeking after God with 100% of your heart, God will seek after you. It says that in John chapter 4. So I think, yeah, there may be all these different denominations, religions, this, that, and the third, and it can lead con to confusion, but God allowed it. And I'm not God. God is sovereign, which is mean I believe I believe that God is sovereign, which he either allowed it or he made it happen. And so I think, and then you think of like what Romans 8, everything that he does is for the good of those who follow him. So I just think this, God allowed it. I don't think it's we should look at it as a problem that people have maybe co-opted co-opted the word God or their perceptions of it are wrong. I believe that God allowed it. And I believe this gives us the opportunity to really seek after him or not. To really find out the truth based on the word or not. 
that's what that's exactly what i think is the goal anyways but this these kind of confusion provides that opportunity if we choose to take it not really contemporary religion anymore but right yeah i understand what but that you're saying. isn't that fascinating no contemporary yeah. religion is a sure, fascinating sure, concept of course because of course. then you have to agree that the hand of man has decided and culture has decided to manipulate these ancient doctrines and change them to keep up with the times or evil or evil yeah or evil it's kind of like mm. but i think what, what i was going to say is like the concept of like a guy in the sky uh you know with a robe on like what people consider god that mm -hmm. seem might p seem ridiculous but the idea that there's a powerful force of the universe, like, why wouldn't there be? Like, how else did this happen? Even if that powerful force is just some scientific creation machine that's impossible for you to wrap your head around the amount of power that it has. It's literally created the universes, the multiverses, the, the, the different planets and the different beings and all the inventions. It's created everything, and it's constantly in this creative process. Like, just knowing that that's a real thing mm -hmm. can give you order in your life. I think the problem that a lot of people have is they think they're smarter than they really are. So they think that, like, saying they believe in God, like, makes them seem stupid, mm. you know? And they're they're worried about criticism, yeah, so they won't, they won't say it. That's very interesting what he just said there. Um, the shame, you know, in Luke chapter 9, Jesus talks about that. Those who are ashamed of me. Um, I'll, be, I'll be ashamed of them in front of the father at the end of time or whatever it didn't say it said it similarly but basically he'd be ashamed of you right and he calls people that want to believe him people that want to be his followers to not be ashamed of his word so it's just so interesting now we've got to the point where people are, can be ashamed to say i believe in god because of the cultural perception of god and that also comes into play, I think, because a lot of Christians, and if you're not if you're not watching or listening, I just did the quote sign when I said Christian. They, you know, we're hypocrites, man, right? And we we can make a uh, by our actions, by not holding to God's word, by not holding to God's truth, we can make it look like foolery. Like, look at these guys. Like, this is ridiculous, you know. Um, you see pastors constantly, constantly um, getting open in front of their congregation nowadays since social media has really taken a hold and people, you know, there's so much content out there about infidelity and not saying I'm above it or they're, you know, but I'm, there's a standard that we're held to and there should be consequences and actions taken when these things happen. Um, we should, you know, reap the reap what we sow, right? And that's what the Bible says. And um, you know, it makes me wonder if you know, if like the example I just used with the infidelity with those pastors, are they being held to the standard? Are there consequences, right? Um, the Bible has specific ways of dealing with things, situations like that. There's a situation in sec, and also back to the Corinthian church, where in the first Corinthian or 1 Corinthians, how some people say, there's a guy who's sleeping with his dad's wife, right? And then Paul's like, hey, this guy doesn't want to stop. He needs to um, basically be um, excommunicado from the church because he's, this is not our, this is not, not our standard, but this is not the 
biblical standard of the church this is going to if, if we can't allow this right but then you see in second corinthians which shows god's heart it's like this guy changed right and now the people didn't want to accept him back say, hey paul's like no this that was the point of separating yourself him from yourself is so that he can change so that he can be reminded of the life that he left so that he can return to god he's he's already he's returned to god he's repented he's changed he's he's did a 180 degree turn in his life now let him be a part among you part of the fellowship part of the family and um it's just very interesting, you know, this concept. But let's continue with the video. Well, it's interesting because um, you look at the concept of the simulation or the matrix, and right. uh, and that's certainly believable as a, as an idea. Red pill, blue pill, you know, and, sure. and so you could also say evil or good. Um, I just know that there's a lot more. Do- I'm a I'm I'm a conspiracy therapist, so I look at stuff, I read stuff, right? And there's a lot more documentation of Jesus walking the earth and and God and the Holy Spirit than there is about the simulation. <laughs> there's just a lot more believable information out there that has been you know studied by scholars for thousands of years. What do you think uh, Jesus's role was? What do you who do you think he was? Well. Well, he was literally the son of God, and he was on the earth to teach, and he he wandered. I mean, he was an outlaw. He did some crazy shit. He you know, overturned the tax tables, and you know, he really railed against do a lot you, of stuff. Why do you think, based on what information that you have, why do you think that he existed? Uh, well, to well, the the Jesus had to die after teaching us how to live a good life and how to be a good person, which is all about love. And that was to absolve us of our sins, which is kind of a cool out. You know, so everyone's a sinner, everyone's fucked up, everyone's flawed, but you are forgiven for that as long as you try to be better. I mean, that's literally every book in the Bible is about. It's interesting because he didn't really directly answer Joe's question. Um, but that is one of the requirements to even start following him. You look in Acts chapter 2 when. The first church began right after Jesus went back to the Father, resurrected from the dead, spent 40 days among the disciples and among people. And um, then he went back to the Father. And you see Peter, the first sermon, basically, you can call it, um, preaching to thousands and thousands of Jews and calling them to believe in, believe in Jesus, believe that he died, that he died for your sins and for my sins as well. And, and you know, it's interesting because his there's no bones in the tomb right he resurrected from the dead the tomb is empty and this is what we celebrate and the 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 thing about jesus what it gives hope to the millions and millions of people is this dude not only lived as a human but overcame death right so like death is like this the number one thing i've been thinking about it i think about it so much and not in a negative way but I just think about it, um, man, like, it's crazy. We all going to go through it. We all know we're going to go through it. But Jesus was the first to overcome, to conquer it because of his relationship with the Father. And um, it requires belief. It requires faith. If you look at Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, it says, Faith is belief in something you cannot see. His faith is I believe I'm quoting that correctly. Hopefully, I'm. if I'm not, then amen. Somebody will correct me and I'll put the correction on the screen. But 
you literally have to have faith that he rose from the dead that like it's gonna it's something hard to prove because there's no physical there's no bones there's nothing we can look at his tomb is empty so adam didn't really directly answer the question but let's see let's see how it continues like i was reading this morning um uh forget what it was but it's like jesus said be quick to listen slow to answer and slow to get angry and i took that here because i remember last time i was here um which was over a year ago and a lot of people said dude you're well, you keep interrupting Joe. And I did. And you even said, calm down, Adam, calm down. You're excited to talk. But yeah, but that's just normal excitedness. It's not, you're not being an But it's better if I listen. It makes everything better. If you, so it's just small things like that. But ultimately, mm. it's 100% about love and, um, and knowing that it can, it, it can be beaten. This evil in the world can be fought against. In fact, it's probably already done. Um, and I'm just new to this, Joe, so I can't answer everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I love studying it. I love reading. I'm just—it's fascinating material, and it there's is fascinating so material. much there. It's really I mean, fascinating. It's the guidebook for life. You know, it's interesting because he said it's all about love, and you look at—I think, believe in First John or one of the Johns, one, two, or three John—and talks about, hey, God is love, or maybe that was First Peter or Second Peter. Anywho. Somewhere in there. <laughs> but God is love. You look at 1 Corinthians 13, 4, and it describes love in this amazing way, a love that we can even apply in our lives. Um, I mean, there's so many more scriptures about it, but some 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 uh, uh, preachers have, have, have called it a love letter about Jesus to us. Like the whole Bible. Because... For anybody that's ever going to, if you ever want to start, if let's say you're the first time you're hearing about Jesus and you're thinking, man, yeah, I do believe there's a lot of evil. I see all the evil that's happening. I see all these governments conspiring or whatever it is that you see as evil and that's hurting people and that you're like, but I believe there's something good and you want to check out this Jesus thing. And first of all, you know, comment below. <laughs> but second of all, maybe I could connect you with somebody locally. Um, that can study with you it's not like no no uh, you know for free of course it's not this is not like an ad or anything but before you even do that if you want you can start reading the book of john so this is there's is one of the gospels is matthew mark luke and john um matthew mark and luke are you see a, G, a lot of jesus's teachings they're pretty similar mark is a little shorter version of it but john is cool because he wrote it from a standpoint less about his teachings and more about just what he did so it's like you can watch Jesus live his life and his reactions and responses to people, the love that he's shown, the correction that he gave to to his uh, those, the twelve and the other disciples, <laughs> the correction he gave to the Pharisees, the religious leaders at the time, and it's is very it's a great way to see this love that adam is talking about and to understand jesus but also understanding the bible you have to understand jesus or at least be introduced to jesus before you can fully understand the bible so starting at genesis is not going to help but you start john learn about jesus then go back to genesis you start connecting immediately you start connecting things Right. Yeah. It's that's what mm-hmm. it is in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But why do you believe that someone really was the son of God? I mean, if you're talking about 
information that's been it was written i mean how, how when they wrote the new testament how long had he been dead when they they wrote that when they put that well, together? A lot of, well, the testament is literally people who witnessed him and wrote about him um, right. at the time or uh, at the time. And they did. They decided what information to put in and what not to based on, like Constantine had well, a say in it, right? Uh, again, I'm new testament. to this, but there's, there's, there's so many amazing things about the books in the Bible. There's code, um, you know, certain, yeah. certain scripture has exactly this amount of letters, but none, no uh, consonants or uh, vowels or duplicate. I mean, there's all kinds of crazy mm. stuff that just seems like it's impossible to phony that up. Um, but um, your question is, why do I believe that? Like, why do you believe he's the son of God? Not why do you... Okay. Because, you know, I mean, obviously, there's so much that's a part of... Uh, whenever you have a religion, when you have an oral tradition of this religion where people are just talking these these stories to each other mm -hmm. before it's ever written down, which they think was like a thousand years when you're mm -hmm. talking about the Old Testament, right? Mm-hmm. And then it was written down, and it was written in ancient Hebrew, and then it was mm -hmm. translated, mm -hmm. and... Mm -hmm. Why, but the a person being the actual son of God, I would need a lot of evidence to right. believe well, that. Evidence demands a verdict would be a great book yeah. to read. But just as I know that JFK was assassinated, and I really believe the CIA was involved um, because it's been written. I've I've just mm -hmm. read documents and documents. So when you look into the Bible and everything that's been written about the Bible, that's a hundred million times more has been written about that, and it's survived all these years. So I'm right, just, I'm just someone, someone who reads. writes about The Shining, yeah. and a bunch of people review the writing of The Shining and mm -hmm. write about The Shining, it doesn't mean that The Shining actually happened. You know, and, just because so many people are writing about this particular religion doesn't mean that there was a person. But they haven't written about doesn't the doesn't mean they weren't. I'm not saying they mm -hmm. weren't. I'm not saying I know, mm -hmm. but I'm saying it doesn't mean that that was that no. man was the son of I'm God. I'm just telling you my process. And it's interesting because uh, you know he talked about earlier. He came back to the question: Why do you believe? Asking Adam, why do you believe that Jesus was the son of God? And Adam was referencing the readings. Literally, what I just mentioned. And I know earlier, you know, it, it does take faith, regardless, right? But the faith will come. Literally in John chapter 21, it says this book was written to help people believe in Jesus, right? To be because you look at the life, you start applying the principles in the word and something, your life starts to transform. People will say, if you apply any different thing into your life that you wasn't doing before, of course you'll see a change for sure. But you'll see a change for the better. That doesn't mean situations like bad situ or bad situations will stop. That's not what that means. That means your that means your perspective, your perception of these situations start to change because you change the lens, you change the filter that you originally have and you replace it with a biblical filter. Now you may see some you may have seen some extreme um religious folk and their responses to certain people's sin and thing like that that's not like you won't find that in the bible you'll find warnings of things but the way people treat others because of their sin you won't find jesus calling people to do that 
these are all again human good intentions building a road to hell to wrong application to hell in people's lives causing destruction all in the name of a a belief that they took from they took a piece of from the bible then they applied their own way of uh, application and so it's it's showing people in the world like well why would i want to believe in this but trust me read just like adam did read go into it see for yourself how jesus reacted see for yourself how jesus responded he didn't accept people's sin right but he called people higher he gave people the strength and power to live a better life he wants to do the same for you just like he did for me and i it's not like something that just one day automatically oh man it you just stop sinning no but you start to learn like daily every time i make a decision to continue following him each morning it <laughs> i just i realize more and more about myself and the pitfalls that i can fall into and the way i treat my wife to try to treat my kids my my fam my parents um my brother and sister the way i treat people around me gets better and better i have my the down days and then i learn from that like oh okay maybe i shouldn't have went or about this situation in this way and i wouldn't have hurt this person this way but the bible comes in like second timothy chapter 3 says verse 16 it teaches me and rebukes me and it corrects me and trains me in God's way in God's righteousness but start reading just get in there but start in the book of John learn about Jesus first let's continue the video is when i investigate things and it, to me it was a conspiracy theory like i'm just going to start reading and it, i read for 3 weeks until i gave up and said mm -hmm. i can keep reading but all the evidence just is thrown at me over and over and over again if i'm going to believe certain things about jfk or 911 or uh, whatever which i've read as much as i can but there's not that much it's just it, it, for my own my own conscience i have to, if i'm going to believe that after reading you know 50 years of documentation versus that thousands of years of documentation but it's thousands of years of documentation of a story see the the, the problem is anybody it's multiple stories like people have said multiple people have said today mm -hmm. that they are the son of god in fact there's this guy this australian jesus guy i don't know if you know who he is no. he says he's uh jesus reincarnated and he's got this lady that he he's with and he says that she's mary reincarnated i don't know if they're still in act in active like i don't know whether mm -hmm. they're still rocking this little thing that they're doing <laughs> i have no idea but uh this guy was running around claiming that he was jesus the the problem is if he was really good at it and really successful in a time when people were not very sophisticated mm -hmm. he, he could probably pull that off and then when he dies everybody would say he was the son of god sure. and we don't know no so how would you know that this guy who lived two thousand plus years ago goes back to the that's why he's actually the that's son of why god. i call myself a believer because you just believe. Yeah. I've, well, yeah. And I've and, I, and I've seen what it has mm, done for my own life. It's interesting. He stumped him a little bit there because maybe he's just going to give him a chance to talk because Joe's pretty um, giving. He's respectable, respectable, gives good pushback, which is great. But at the end of the day, that's what's going to come to. You can read, read, read. But until you start applying 
with faith, eventually you're just going to run out and you're just going to be all right. Uh, you're just going to be put with two paths. Either you're going to do what it says or you're not. Either you're going to believe or you're not. Are you going to have put faith in Jesus or you're not? That's what it comes down to at the end of the day. We all have, all have, all, we all have our things that we're not willing to put away. Well, not all, I should say. There's going to be some people, and this has happened when I've studied the Bible with people. There's some people that choose that after seeing the way, after reading, after going through the studies and un- and really going in and understanding what it's going to take to follow God. They're like, I don't want this. I want to continue. Let's say some people, I like having sex with multiple people over and over. I, I want to do that right now in my life. I don't want to give that up. I, I don't want this. That's fun to me. And I get that. I've done that. I understand where that, where that comes from. There's people that don't want to give up. Maybe they have a selfish ambition in regards to trying to get as much money as possible. And they want to do it in ways that they don't feel like they could do as a Christian. So they're like, I don't want to give that up. But we all have a choice. Right? We can. <laughs> the type of life we live now determines the type of life we will live after we die. We die. But regardless, we all got a choice. We all got the option. And we get to choose. But one thing you don't get to choose, I don't get to choose, we are all going to die one day. And that's something we just have to think about. What does it do for your own life when you believe? Uh, It makes me a very happy person. Um, uh, Prayer does work, not if you're asking for stuff for yourself. uh, But I've experienced, it's not really just the miracles that I've experienced, but it, it really, it it makes me happy. Good things have been happening. Uh, so you just find it effective. It works for you. Of course. And yeah. so you're you're just saying yeah. this has helped your life. Uh, it's it, interesting it, because people will resist this, right? This of is course a, they will, which a, is why I'm bringing yeah. it up with you because I, I love that you can discuss this with me just as two dudes discussing this. Yeah, yeah. well, I'm not an anti-religious person. No. I, I certainly was when I was younger. When I was younger, I had me a, too. A, an ignorant version of re- religion, mm-hmm. what it meant to people. But now I think of it more of like a moral um, scaffolding and a, a guideline for life that I think there's a reason why it exists. I think it's very beneficial for people. Mm-hmm. I think when people get involved, and I didn't think this when I was young, but I was very smug. Very interesting, because growth, you know, and this happens with age, or well, not really happens with age, but more wisdom um, as you interact with more people. And if your compassion level starts to rise, you, you, you get to the point where Joe's at, where he's like, okay, you know, he's not, not like he's believing in Jesus or anything, but he also is like he understands there is a need for it. Like these, all these religions that are popped up now didn't just pop up out of nowhere for no reason. Like, um, but let's continue here. I fast forward a little bit to another part of the the conversation. And it's good for Ukraine. Others. It's good for Ukraine. It's good for Ukraine. <laughs> it's good for <laughs> transgender librarians yes, yeah, in, in yes, Ukraine. Yes, nuke yeah, the gay we, whales. We specifically yeah. support. We have to drill for trans people. We have to drill oil for gay rights. You heard it here first, ladies and gay gentlemen. Gay people are disproportionately affected by lube prices. Yeah, we have to drill oil. 
What's crazier, that or Jesus is real? I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't, we're, it's a toss-up, brother. It's a toss-up. Maybe Jesus was real. Yeah. I'm, I'm willing to think that maybe there was a, Jesus was real. It's just like that he was the son of God. Like, I need some evidence. I need a little bit of evidence. I will send you Evidence Demands a Verdict. It's a great book. What does it say? It's an outline of all it really proves with empirical evidence based upon writing and artifacts, etc., that this happened. But how can they? How can you possibly you can never, prove? You can never get to the end. Of course not. Right. But you it, can but never it, prove. You, you can prove that people mm, believed it. Yeah. But you, how could you prove correct. that someone was actually the son of God? No. I, or are we all? Of course we were so all then, God. Of course he was. We're 100% God. So if he was, he was one of us, he was the teacher, then he though. was the son of God because we're all children of I'm God. I'm with that. I'm right? with that. Yeah. Maybe that's the answer. Maybe I, it's a puzzle. It, I love when he this is why he's so good at talking to people because it's not disrespectful at all but he's also like he's using knowledge of the scriptures he's probably heard somebody said or he's read it himself where has mentioned because we are all gods it says that in the bible um <laughs> but it's so funny it's hilarious but it's not a puzzle it's, not, it's only a puzzle if you want it to be a puzzle, to be honest. Remember, Matthew 7, the most simplest scripture, verse 7, 8. Asking and you will receive. Seek and you will find. God wants you to find him if you truly want to find him. It will take 100% of your heart, though. In Acts 17, 26, it talks about like God's. we were born and we live in the areas we live because... God believed that'd be the best opportunity for us if we wanted to, to reach out for him and find him because he's not far from any one of us. And so, um, no, God doesn't want it to be a puzzle, but we can make it a puzzle if we choose. First Thessalonians talks about that. Well, God will allow whatever delusion we want to be deluded, delude, or I guess deluded by, or I was going to say, but any delusion we want to be tricked by anything that we really want our true desire he will allow it to come and deceive us why why because he's an evil god no this is what you want you're going after that this is what you desire if you want a jesus or god to help you become rich you'll find a pastor for that if you want a jesus or a god to allow you to have multiple wives multiple husbands you'll find one for that nowadays Whatever it is that you're into, you most likely you can find a guy that will preach. Yeah, that's fine. Good. Yeah, good. Good. But God is a simple. God wants it to be simple. As simple as you allow. It starts though with 100% of your heart. Don't get confused. It, 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 look, the all the writings, all the gospel, it, it's not all one language is a whole bunch of different versions of it yeah. it's meant to be interpreted by us by humans that's my my opinion right i think it would be amazing to be able to put yourself in the mindset of someone who lived you know 2000 bc and and read it in ancient hebrew can you imagine what that experience is like if you could read it in that language that's both mathematical and also mm -hmm. it's like letters double as numbers and each, well, tell each me word has a numerical value mm -hmm. to it. Like that must have been a yeah amazing. Well, look time. at the pyramids. Mm -hmm. It's it's all the same time. Look at the pyramids, well, man. That's even that's some crazy. Before. 
the yeah. pyramid. So Incredible. there was something going on. Something was going Maybe on. Maybe they were much more advanced than, than we are right now. Maybe we're just the dumb that uh, that are left over after, you know, the, uh, Noah's Ark. I don't know. You know what? <laughs> yeah, well, there's a lot. I don't know if you ever pay attention to the Randall Carlson, Graham Hancock podcast that I do about that. No. This is the end of the conversation. And um, the goal, what I want to leave you with is this. If there is evil... There has to be an equal, this is just science, there has to be an equal and opposite force. Whether you choose to seek after that or you just want to become nihilistic or pessimistic or negative, I use the word three different times in three different words, they all mean the same basically. You can be, I've been that way. But if you want to seek out good, true good, God, I would start with the Bible. And then I would start with the book in the Bible called John. And read about Jesus, the Son of God. Find out why he is the Son of God. And why he's so important. Comment down in this video if you're looking to find somebody to study with in your local area. If you really want to find God. If you really want to understand how to, re how to have a relationship with God. Comment below. Otherwise, please subscribe, share this video, and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace.